What could be a break in a very cold case. What happened to Jimmy Hoffa, the union boss who disappeared 37 years ago? There have been all kinds of rumors about where he ended up, but now, thanks to a deathbed tip, this mystery might soon be solved. ABC's John Donvan is on the beat. Following a tip from a dying man, police are looking at this property in Roseville, Michigan, at the driveway to be specific, under which may lie the solution to a 37-year-old national mystery. Whatever happened to Jimmy Hoffa, and where did they dump his body? It's all marked up. Tomorrow, they bring in the digger to rip it open. We are strictly investigating this as a cold case homicide. It's always been assumed that Hoffa, once the powerful president of the Teamsters Union, who then did jail time for bribery, was killed off by the mob after he walked out of this Detroit restaurant in July 1975. I'm gonna do what I gotta do! It became the stuff of documentaries and movies like 1992's Hoffa. Over the years, many theories and a few leads. An early one, that Hoffa's body was entombed in concrete during the construction of Giant Stadium, which was knocked down two years ago. Later, going on tips, police drained and dug up a backyard pool outside of Detroit. Three years later, they pulled down a barn in rural Michigan. Nothing. This latest tip comes from a still anonymous source said to be dying of cancer, who says he saw a body placed here in 1975 as the driveway was being laid. Police are not sure what they'll find. If it somehow happens to be uh, Mr. Hoffa, well, great, they'll end a major mystery. As for Hoffa's DNA, if any is down there, authorities pulled hairs from a hairbrush of his 11 years ago. That's the match, if it's made, that will solve the mystery of where he ended up, but still not the part about who put him there. John Donvan, ABC News, Washington. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's lady, uh, and on today's ladies, on today's ladies is Ryan. Hey, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, ladies. <laughs> but on today's on episode, ladies, but whoa. Okay. Okay, either way. Um, on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, the Jimmy Hoffa Conspiracy. Truth Corner, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, ooh. I hate these. Why? I usually say something embarrassing. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> and that's incriminating. What this, that's what the show's all about. And so, free. did you ever in your life want to join or start a gang? Who's going first? I guess I will, because I'm the host <laughs> with the most. So, um... I didn't want to get beat up, so if there was a gang at school and I knew that they would beat me up if I wasn't in it, I might have joined. Ah, the old initiation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess being that I was in the Navy, I was kind of in a gang of seamen. <laughs> okay. Roll, roll, rolling around on a boat. Um, starting a gang, I don't know. It just seems like... Uh, lost cause because i don't even know what i would call it i would just be like uh, ryan's gang <laughs> we're gonna rough you up <laughs> that's exactly it you took the words from my mouth josh go ryan's ruffians 
I can't think of any <laughs> any time that I really considered it. I mean, especially because I'm I'm not somebody who likes or loves violence, and you're white. I am. Could have so. fooled me with those hot dance moves and your mad rap skills and those black lips. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's my lipstick. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, oh, Josh goth. is gothing out here. I... No, yeah, I. Uh, I guess I never really thought about it. I mean, I had my my video game club. <laughs> as white as you get, I guess we <laughs> sit around and uh, in the honeycomb hideout. We would drink uh, uh, surge and eat sour gummy worms and play video games. So I guess the most opposite of a, like game. a very, so literally just what he did like two yeah. nights ago is sounds what like, he's describing. Sounds like a very gassy gang. Our gang is called <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna diabetes your ass. Oh God, Wilford Brimley's the leader. Yep, <laughs> right. April. So, no. Um. Okay. So I feel like yes. I. That sounds really bad. Like yeah, oh yeah. I want to beat up some <laughs> nerds. Um, nerds. <laughs> but you married the king of nerds. I know. Um. And I. Okay. When now I was in high school, initiation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I was super into um, bo- the Boston mob hmm, like, right and uh, Irish mobs and stuff like that. Um, there was a show that came out that had a really sh- sadly very short run, I believe on NBC called the Black Donnellys. I don't know. Probably no one remembers that because it didn't even finish out the season. But it was <laughs> seriously, I thought it was excellent. And it was all about the Boston Irish mob. And I thought it was fascinating. So after that ended, I went and did a lot of research um, and read books on Whitey Bulger and, um, you know, great mob bosses. And I thought, you know, that's, that honestly sounds kind of fun. You so, know, sounds like that not, show had about as good a run as Cop Rock. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, would it be fun to be in a gang? Probably not, because I feel like it would be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I'm not super into like chopping up bodies. You're not really good with nunchucks. I'm, no, I'm not. Okay. So, um, but like the idea of being in a mob interests me. It's I find it intriguing. You mm. gotta say she knows how to handle a nunchuck, though, real well. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's what you nicknamed it. No. <laughs> What's your nickname for your cock? I guess I don't have one, but it has a voice. It does. What do you say with your dick? In your I got hand? a platinum in coming. <laughs> no, no, it's usually. <laughs> I got a platinum in coming. That's awesome. You better say that next time. Yep. No, the voice is always. <laughs> it, it's very reminiscent of Mickey Mouse. Because <laughs> I'm like, hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> standing 10 feet tall for you oh boy <laughs> 10 feet tall well everybody take notes okay lawrence what about you did you ever want to start or be in a gang hey who's your gang leader larry <laughs> <laughs> no obviously <laughs> it's the guy that works at sears with the accountant's mustache one eyed Pete, tiny tim uh, uh jimmy big balls and larry <laughs> He's real threatening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take away his triple cheeseburger. He's going to beat you down. Okay, so before we get... Uh, I, I didn't mean to sound shitty, but 
the the my main point, and obviously we're covering covering we Jimmy have to Hoffa. Eventually, go around and name tell everybody what our name of our genitals are. Yeah, <laughs> okay. can we just put that on hold and do that right now? Yeah, I'm quite so. curious. Um, well, let me just what, say one thing real quick. I promise we will jump right to genitals. Okay. So <laughs> if um so a corrupt union leader is basically a gangster. That's my point in this episode. Mm-hmm. And in doing this research, that's what I found about Jimmy Huff. He's basically a gangster, but he's a union leader in public eye. Right. And that's kind of the thing. So that's why I wanted to ask how scared we were of gangsters, which we can get to that skill or before we go mm-hmm. into info. But let's talk about your name for your genitals, April. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't necessarily have a name for my genitals but my boobs one is uh thelma and the other one is louise that's <laughs> that's pretty good that's great <laughs> that's pretty good do you have a name for my vagina it, i don't know the warm place <laughs> the warm place i actually i call I, my living room <laughs> i i actually i do remember and this is the worst <laughs> i i did have a name for her vagina? No, no, no. For mm. for my penis. Oh, gee. Because obviously I'm a nerd and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it was solid snake. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Actually, I like that. Big boss. <laughs> big. It comes a big boss. Nice. How about you, Larry? Did you have a name? <sighs> yeah, solid Be- snake. Thelma and Louise. Larry. Beer can. <laughs> hey. Hey, if you say beer can, beer can, it sounds we've, like Jamaican for bacon. Yes, April did the joke way better on a f- last of. You know what? <laughs> I'm bringing it back. I'm I'm taking it back. Beer can. Okay. It sounds because, like Jamaican beer. See, you didn't even ask me why I call it beer can. Because it because everybody you? loves a stiff drink. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a tagline for your. That's Fair nice. Enough. Thank you. I I would be intrigued as a lady, but I'm not. But also, you're Ryan. You we, like you like beer and stiff drinks. We know what Ryan's is called. Easy BBB. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a perfect. That, yeah, that's it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, sounds African. What about you, Ryan? <laughs> I just told you. I we're waiting. <laughs> it it comes out of oh, mush boy. mouth at, at at 3 a.m. when it's time to go. Go love love making. Yeah, no, I don't I don't have an I'm I'm really I mean, okay, so figuratively, if I had to name my penis mm-hmm. <laughs> I came up with mine just a second. I actually never had a uh, name. Larry. I'm sure, I'm sure. It's Larry. <laughs> it's Larry. <laughs> I'm so flattered. I would call him General Strongfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. He's a four star genital. That's exactly. (laughs) See, Larry knows. Larry knows. Okay, so yes, we're covering Jimmy Hoffa today. I know we we delved a bit into genitals and uh, gangs, (laughs) but um, per usual, yeah. Yep. So, how scared are you, though, personally, of gangsters? Very ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, uh, I've seen Goodfellas and Godfather. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: they all get whacked or in prison. Both sound shitty, especially if you've never had. Uh, if you, it, especially if you don't ever have a funeral, and nobody can mm-hmm. see your body, right? Because you got fucking annihilated by a gang, and gangsters were kind of like the worst, or the mob, or whatever. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Jimmy Bing Bong Hoffa. Bing Bong? I just, I didn't know what his middle name is, so I guessed. (laughs) So, Bing Bong. Do you want to know a little bit about a little bit about him early on? So, before we get it now, Jimmy, it wasn't Bing Bong. Spoil, okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thanks. It's actually clarifying. James Riddle Hoffa mm-hmm. mm, was born February fourteenth. I think that's Valentine's it Day. It is bloody event. Saint. Yeah. Nineteen thirteen and disappeared July thirtieth, nineteen seventy five. He was an American labor union leader who served as the president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, which is the biggest union party ever. Mm-hmm. Like we've yep. never had anything that big sense um not since beer can from from 1958 until larry's cock uh <laughs> from 1980 to, to lc yes so to 1923 so he was a un- <laughs> he was a union activist from a young age and is important he was also an important regional figure with the ibt by his mid 20s so he got started pretty quick like you gotta imagine 1913 he's in his 20s so that's the 30s wow so world war ii is like coming on um by 1952 he had risen to national vice president of the ibt and served as the union's general president between 58 and 71 he secured the first national agreement for teamster rates in 1964 which had been a hard-fought battle yeah i would imagine Mm -hmm. Uh, he played a major role in the growth and development of the union, which eventually became the largest by membership in the United States with over 1.5 million members. That was bigger than the army. That was bigger Jeez. than all combined services in his party, in his union party. Mm-hmm. So he controlled a lot of people at its peak. Um, Hoffa became a Oh man, that frog outside just exploded, <laughs> dude! And he tried doing it off mic. Hoffa became involved with organized crime from the early years of his Teamsters work, and this connection continued until he dis- his disappearance in '75. He was convicted of jury tampering, attempted bribery, and fraud in 1964 in two separate trials. He was imprisoned in '67 and sentenced to 13 years in mid-71. He resigned as president of the union as part of a pardon agreement with President. Richard Nixon. Now, he said he wouldn't have signed this had he read the fine print, but I guess he was released later that year through barred, though barred from the union. So, like, he came out of prison thinking he was going to jump right back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. And that How was do you not get a lawyer to go over that? Especially with that big of a group, like, you would yeah. think they would have their own lawyers. I think he just thought he'd found, like, the, the sweet spot. You guys are having a tough time wow, today no. i can tell hey, you know but we've been doing it off mic That's, i know but you're pointing it out it kind of defeats the purpose of know, doing it off i know mic. i know i know i know i know i'm sorry uh, I'm no sorry. no 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 it's time for you to take some lumps here all right i'm taking a lump he's lump he's lump he's lump he's in my hell all right so according to cnn.com as of july 30th of 2015 vanished jimmy hoffa still fascinates after almost 40 years now they wrote this great article written by Todd Leopold, and he kind of breaks down this whole series. Now, his his middle name was Riddle, which I told you, mm-hmm. and that's what his whereabouts have been for the last 37 years. Oh, oh hey! <laughs> you and Jet, dad joke of the day. Yeah. Damn it. That guy does. I didn't even think of that. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, oh. Sorry. Maybe the story went Jimmy Hoffa was depo- disposed of under the old Giant Stadium. That seems to be the New rumor. Yeah. yeah. Or perhaps he was buried in a Michigan horse farm. <laughs> the thing is, is if he was buried under the stadium and that stadium was demolished, wouldn't they have had the ability to kind of dig around a bit? Yeah. I mean, I don't, how big is that stadium, Larry? You would know because eat this podcast. Yeah, but he doesn't know the measurements of stadiums off the top. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Sort of insight. And it's, uh, it's a football three, stadium at that. 3,456 well, centimeters, Josh. Well, actually, if you want to know the truth, well, it's a, To be honest, like, I've never I been to a, any major league games. I've been to, like, the local baseball I get a stadiums. platinum in the surface area of Aren't sporting stadiums. Yes, they are. They're football. Oh. You're thinking of the San Francisco Giants, which are in San Francisco. Oh. You know what? <laughs> I am f- like four pairing beers in uh, and drunk Josh episode. <laughs> Pull the Thunderbird over. Somebody's got to get out and Ralph. <laughs> if you're going to Ralph, Ralph in this. Mm. And, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, if they and, tore down the stadium, and, I feel like there wouldn't there be <laughs> the ability to search the area. Yes, and I'm I'm assuming they probably did. Mm-hmm. Now, one of one of his or colleagues as a union dun, dun, leader dun. said that they thought his body was incinerated. Still, another theory was that he was taken to a Florida swamp as alligator food. Mm, yikes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So, bet he tasted like Italian food. <laughs> so bad it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa. This Italian man tastes like stroganoff. Hold the thunderbird over. Stroganoff? I don't even think he's Italian. I think he's like, like Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> pull, pull the thunderbird over pull here. Pull the microphone out of the stand. What's, what's your I, guys got, is, I got mad at myself. On what, what's your joke. favorite Italian food? Oh, there we go. Mm. Oh, great. I gotta pause all this reading. You oh, know what? We this like is food. an important question. I know what Josh's is. Lasagna. It's lasagna. Yep. I, I'm, I, he's, he's, he's. I love my he's lasagna. Garfield. Give me, give me. Po- well, tell me. I food hate in general. Mondays. <laughs> I got a platinum and hating certain days of the week. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's lasagna. How about you? Uh, I like tortellini. Mm. Tortellini. Oh, <laughs> you got, you got to do it with your hand, like tortellini. Tortellini. Like, like you're squeezing a tiny nipple yep. in your hand. <laughs> so Ryan's eraser nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Turkey's down. Don't do it. I'll pee my pants. <laughs> it's an odd like reaction it's, it's, to that. <laughs> I know there's a certain term. I'm a squirter. <laughs> That's going on there. Yeah. Yep. Mental note. I like Alfredo. Um, oh, there's a certain Fettuccine? term. <laughs> Al dente? No. <laughs> can, can I? SpaghettiOs? Oh. No. <laughs> Knock it off! <laughs> Uh, it's Alfredo with the uh, broccoli and cauliflower. There's a certain term oh, for it. Chicken parm? It's no, definitely not too. that. <laughs> oh, oh. Because it has chicken in it, which is neither cauliflower nor broccoli. <laughs> Guys, I got a... I got, I, got, I, got a I got a hot tip. Ryan's dumb. <laughs> so you like... You like it's you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, Alf- it's Alfredo... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But yeah, Alfredo you noodles. You stick your lips in the soup and you go. Okay. Ryan, what about you? Uh, my favorite ah! Italian dish? Yeah. Um, it's my favorite. I would probably say Melissa Snish. Mm, that's my favorite too. <laughs> so spaghetti. 
I think spaghetti. Mm, yeah. You can't go wrong. Ravioli's pretty good, too. Mm, yeah, it is. A good ravioli. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where I, I am. I think Aaron's this. is cannoli. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> it is now. For beer can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sucks my cannoli. The cream right out of cannoli, dear. <laughs> you ready for some Alfredo, baby? <laughs> you got some Alfredo, there in the face. Oh, Sorry, having trim. You got some broccoli in your in your nose. <laughs> okay. So now, after <laughs> a, the supposed alligator eating him, mm. they also said that he disappeared into South America with the company of a go-go dancer. Oh, now that's okay. the way that to go, exciting. dude. That seems like the way to pull the Thunderbird over. No the kidding. Road. I really have got to put a Thunderbird pulling over sound here. <laughs> to date, none of these theories have panned out, though. But where? Wherever the truth may lie, one thing is for certain. Jimmy Hoffa, former Teamsters leader, convicted felon, Kennedy enemy, and alleged mobster cohort hasn't been seen since July 30th of 1975. Mm. Now, on Friday, police again uh, looked for the union boss who was declared This past dead. Friday? No. Uh, it, it, uh, in 1982, when he was declared dead. Okay. Sorry. Gotcha. So... I should, um, I should start paying attention. No, you sh- you're paying attention enough. You're paying attention the legal amount. Okay. Because we don't have to pull the Thunderbird over. Oh, excellent. So, there you go. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, he was declared dead in 82 under the driveway of a house in Roseville, Michigan. So, good, good job, guys. Michigan shut down this... Bastion of creativity. Are you like me when you're on the internet and then you see uh, a news article and it says Grand Rapids, Michigan? Do you go, oh no, oh no? (laughs) Unless another granny's getting poop on her nose, then yeah, no, I do the same thing. Wasn't it Grand Rapids where the uh, they showed the cops busting into a house and they took a picture and like the robber was like sitting on top of the roof? Sounds about right. Pretty sure I was like, oh, that's GRPD. Yep, that's about right. Okay, love our boys in blue. We do. Um, now, Roseville is just outside Detroit, just FYI. A tipster told police that the body was buried at the spot un- around the same time the Teamsters had disappeared. Police found no discernible... Dis- discernible? Discernible? No, you had it right the first time. Discernible. I got worried there. I'm like, did I say a word correctly? <laughs> <laughs> Threw him off. <laughs> Uh, they found no discernible remains in the search. Police Chief James Berlin said, It's a disappearance that has held on to the public's imagination far longer than Hoffa was in power. And a testament both to Hoffa's high profile and power of mystery, says pop culture expert Robert Thompson of Syracuse University. One of my best friends goes to Syracuse. Really? I think he's listening. Hi, Adam. Hi, um, Adam. <clears throat> hey, Adam. Quote, in this world of enlightenment and science and blogs and the internet, there are still a few mysteries, he says. Ticking off the Loch Ness monster and the question surrounding the Kennedy assassination. We'll see that in segment two. Oh, good. I like assassination. (laughs) You shut your mouth. You do a conspiracy podcast, I'll spank your ass. A bad boy with lingering legacy is part of what Hoffa's disappearance seems ready-made for. Such speculation... He was an incredibly influential figure. Now, I watched a lot of videos of Hoffa talking, like documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. He is really charismatic. Like, he, he comes across as the guy, and I think everybody's met this type of guy. He's very bold. He has a 
like just he makes you want to just do whatever he's saying mm-hmm. like if he walks into a room and he's like shots and like does a fucking arm circle and you're like yeah we're all doing shots obviously mm-hmm. because dad <laughs> just told us we're doing them like he has a very and he's not big he's like five six five five he's like a shorter dude but he just has this very masculine very like italian you know charisma like, charisma yeah the kind of the guy that comes up and just hugs you real tight and makes you feel happy for a second and then walks away and he just kisses your wife and you're like that's cool i guess <laughs> so <laughs> he has that he has insight that there right so anyway uh the uh the most famous union leader of his time was Hoffa, and uh, this was a time when labor presidents such as the United Auto Workers Walter Ruther and the AFL CIO's George Meany regularly commanded headlines. He maintained a base in Detroit, blue collar home of the brawny auto industry. Now, you guys have heard rumors about how great the auto industry was, but like, oh, my grandfather worked there. Yeah, it was insane. Like the middle class has never hit that spot in mm-hmm. our time. Like they were then. purposely. Yeah, I think. I think so too. Yeah. I think they learned their lesson and they're like, so, "Bitch, yeah, it ain't gonna happen we again." Can't let people have money. No, mm-hmm. never, never again. So, um, you all right? Uh, my phone just fucking crashed all of a sudden. So. There's a kitty running around. Your name. So, um, quote, you get the voltage that comes from the media coverage that turned this into a myth, unquote. He says, as well as what it was he did, which is not only the stuff of news, but the stuff of the Sopranos and the Godfather. Now, this is the reporter kind of talking about how Hoffa was and how he handled things. It was very similar to, like, a very gangster approach. Um... Part of the Hoffa fascination really does come from his his disappearance, which happened very suddenly. And at the time, he was like literally one of the most powerful people on the planet. Um, he had this bad boy aura, and and it wasn't just because of his like excited kind of leader pugnacious in in a way leadership and his alleged ties to crime, which he definitely did have. In fact, some Kennedy conspiracy theories tied to Hoffa. Again, see you in a second. Uh, yeah, segment. that's going to be fun. So there's that. And then there's also the appeal when, when, um, when he did disappear, right? Mm-hmm. Or when he went to prison, even. Um, the appeal of the unsolved mystery run, ran deep. And this was the, the bread and butter of prison police procedurals there's a reason that such shows as csi and bones have such a long life um whose such mysteries also touch on our interest in the supernatural whether it's over religious icons ghosts or visitors from outer space so and like the audience that ponders a well-executed magic trick there's something to be said for an inability to simply figure something out despite having all the clues at our fingertips for years now, we have had the sense that stuff is provable and solvable. Whether anything defies that, it naturally becomes the stuff of, of extreme curiosity, which with Hoffa's death is just crazy because he goes to a restaurant, he calls his wife, and he disappears. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. Is it's there, in Michigan. Was there any kind of uh, transcript I mean, that anybody could have 
possibly given about what the phone call was about? It was just like they're not here. He he went to go meet two people who he was having like he was butting heads with, mm. and they were also had ties to gangster. Mm. So it was just a hey hey hon, they're not here, so I'll be home for Primavera in a little bit. Right. Love you. Mm. And she was like, "Shut the fuck up! I hate you." I, I just imagine that's what an Jeez. Italian. Wow! I just imagine that's what an Italian. That's not a say. happy man. She was all I like, "Wonder he ran away with a go-go dancer." Uh, she was like, "Forget about it." So here's four Jimmy Hoffa conspiracy theories that persist to this day. Now this is from Bustle dot com. Bustle to say their thing by Tiffany Thomas. No, on July thirtieth, nineteen seventy five, notorious union leader Jimmy Hoffa arrived at a New Jersey restaurant. That doesn't seem right. All of it said was Michigan. Is she wrong? New Jersey, Michigan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of the town. Jersey City, Michigan. But I yeah. swear it's in Michigan. <laughs> so she, he went to a restaurant for a scheduled meeting with two other union leaders. Now, these are people that took power after he couldn't gain power after his pardon letter from Richard Nixon. Was he a consultant? Yes. Okay. He could be involved in that. You, aspect you could always be because you're paying yeah. union dues you right. can always be a consultant so anyway hoffa called his wife like i said at two o'clock josephine from a payphone to say that he'd been stood up because he was like where are these motherfucking stromboli eating motherfuckers <laughs> they're gonna suck my cannoli and um he waited for another hour which is Dude, I've done that before when I think that the girl that I like is going to show up and she's just like trying to make me get the fuck out of there so she doesn't have to deal with me. Just, you got stood up. So anyway, he got ghosted. Anyway, <clears throat> he was angry and uh, um, and then Jimmy Hoffa, he basically just vanishes. We don't know anything other than that. He was just mm-hmm. sitting there like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, WDF, 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 what the fuck is going on? Zim, 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 and then over the years, let's talk about this damn owl. <laughs> what happened to Hoffa and the conspiracy theories surrounding his disappearance have been the subject of federal investigation in dozens of books, movies, and websites. 40 years have passed. Think about that. We're not, none of us are even. Wait, what? Why are you looking at me, There's everybody? One, one of us is 40 plus April. <laughs> But I look good. I like the mustache. So Thank anyway, you. <laughs> look like Tom Selleck. To- Forty years Thank have you. passed, and his story <laughs> remains one of America's greatest unsolved mysteries. As the story goes, Hoffa had plenty of reasons to be concerned about meeting his contacts that afternoon. He was the bombastic former president of one of the country's most powerful labor unions, the International Brotherhood of the Teamsters. By the time of his disappearance, Hoffa had amassed a number of enemies, both inside and outside the organization. Hoffa's legendary political influence was rumored by the result of deep ties to organized crime. Some even believed that he played a part in President Kennedy's assassination. See second segment. So, anyway... The federal investigation into Hoffa's death uncovered a number of theories, but little hard evidence. The Detroit, pre- the Detroit Free Press recapped the investigation into Hoffa's disappearance, Fucking including interminational shit, including the one piece of physical uh, physical evidence captured from Hoffa's car, a single hair in the back seat. Since DNA testing wasn't available at the time, it was more than ten years before criminologists. Crim- well, crim- well, crim- crim- say that again. Criminal psychological. Criminal- Criminologists 
I can't. I'm not Corroborate. Good. I'm not doing it any better. Could he even say that the hair belonged to Hoffa? So, one of the first theories is that the Mafia killed Hoffa to cover up their influence over the unions. This theory presented to the grand jury following Hoffa's disappearance. Investigators believe that he knew about money missing from the union pension fund that had been funneled to the Mafia. Some believe that the Mafia bosses ordered a hit on Hoffa rather than take a chance. Mm. The Teamsters, now this is the next theory, the Teamsters or the Mafia buried Hoffa at an abandoned site. According to some conspiracy theorists, Hoffa was killed by his association and buried somewhere. One of the most repeated and specific proposed burial sites is Section 107 of the New York Giants Stadium in New Jersey, according to The Week. The third theory, the mob disposed of Hoffa's body at a meat plant or a paper mill. One of the more gruesome conspiracies surrounding Hoffa's disappearance says that the mob disposed of his body in a way that ensured no physical evidence would ever be found at a meat processing plant, a paper mill, or even an alligator swamp in Florida, like I mentioned before. The last theory, Hoffa lived out his days under an assumed name. Finally, some even harbor hopes that Hoffa survived his standoff with the mafia and lived out his days in South America under an assumed name. Hoffa was born in 1913, which would make him 102 today, which actually technically would make him 104 years old today, because this was in 2015 when this article was published. So, Hoffa was declared dead in 1982, but investigators are still willing to pursue clues into his whereabouts. As recently as 2013, the FBI went on a tip into the former union leader's whereabouts, though no body has yet been found, much like our friends to... Tupac and Biggie Smalls. No justice for Jimmy Hoffa. And that is all I'm going to say because we're going to take a break. I decline to answer this question on the grounds that the answer may tend to incriminate. That's the decline of the answer on the ground. The answer I'll be grimly tend to be grimly myself. Somebody that's been as successful as you can remember how to say I decline to answer a question, so don't put that act on. I want to make sure. Yeah. As chief legal counsel for what became known as the Senate Rackets Committee, Bobby began probing into labor unions and mobsters, grilling some of the toughest gangsters in America. But no one rankled him more than Jimmy Hoffa. Hoffa was president of the Brotherhood of Teamsters, the country's largest richest, and one of its most corrupt unions. Bobby said he detected in Hoffa absolute evilness. Did you say anything to the effect that the jury treated you very well, and that you thought that you could do very well before a jury? I know that's pretty ridiculous. Did you say anything I like that? I did not. And I appeal to the chair. Had that be taken out of the record. Bobby turned his investigation of Hoffa into a holy cause holding hearings month after month and calling more than 1,500 witnesses. Punishing Hoffa became a crusade. You've got people in Detroit, at least 15 who have a police record. You've got Joey Glimco in Chicago. I say you're not tough enough to get rid of these people then. But Hoffa was contemptuous. He denied any wrongdoing, taunting the crusading young investigator. Did you say... That SOB, I'll break his back. Who? You. Say to who? To anyone. If I give his speech, I don't even know who I was talking about, and I don't know what you're talking about. 
Well, uh, Mr. Hoffa, all I'm trying to find out, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'm trying to find out whose back you were going to break. Figure of speech. Figure of speech. I used to love, Hoffa said, to bug the little bastard. Welcome back. That was a good break. So you got a little bit of uh, Hoffa and Bobby Kennedy just facing off during their trials and tribulations. The Kennedys didn't like Hoffa. And it's something that if you delve a little bit into, you'll find some pretty interesting uh, connections. So now, according to clickondetroit.com, there's an article by Jeff Waterick, who wrote this in 2015, who says, was Jimmy Hoffa involved in John F. Kennedy's assassination? Now, Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance is one of the 20th century's greatest mysteries. We don't have a lot of finality to that whole thing. And he was a big figurehead. So many believed Hoffa also could have been involved in another of the era's greatest mysteries, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, which is kind of crazy to think about because it's like, yeah, okay, he had beef with with that the one guy. Well, maybe he's just kind of like, shove his head into a locker and like you know give him a wedgie but um, numerous conspiracy theories about Kennedy's murder have been floated since 1963 however two official investigations the Warren Commission and the House Select Committee on Assassinations agreed on one key point Lee Harvey Oswald fired three shots from the Texas Book Depository two of those bullets struck and killed Kennedy while the Warren Commission concluded that Oswald acted alone, the House Committee believed Oswald likely plotted with others. They also ruled out the involvement of several popular targets for conspiracy buffs, such as the CIA and the Cuban government. But they did say organized crime figures were possibly involved, which is kind of crazy to think about because it's like there's a lot of crime figures in this time. Um, and that's where Hoffa kind of fits into this whole scheme. Um, Kennedy and his brother, Attorney General Robert Kennedy, or Bobby, had waged war on mafia involvement with unions. Now, that's kind of the clip that you heard before we started this. The Teamsters and Hoffa were particular targets of the Kennedy anti-racketing efforts. Quote, I was the first to allege that Hoffa, Marcelo, and Santos had arranged and executed the president's murder, said Dan Moldella. Moldia. Now, Moldy. <laughs> right. He was the author of The Hoffa Wars. A quote, a year after the publication of my book, the U.S. House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded that Hoffa, Marcello, and Trafalconti had the motive, means, and opportunity to commit this crime. Moldea, like many historians, believe Hoffa and the mob assumed correctly that Kennedy's death would end Bobby Kennedy's tenure as Attorney General. So, the assassination effectively ended the government's crackdown on labor unions. Mm. So, before he died, Frank Sheeran claimed he killed Hoffa in his book, quote, I Heard You Paint Houses, unquote, co-written by Charles Brandt. Sheeran also said... Uh, Frank also said he was part of the Kennedy plot. Quote, Frank's role was unwitting, unquote, Brandt said. Quote, he was given rifles by Genovese capo Tony Provenzano 
to deliver to an airstrip in Baltimore to another Genovese-made man. Frank had no idea why until Jack Ruby shot Oswald. Frank knew Ruby and knew that Hoffa knew Ruby, but Frank asked no questions of anyone, unquote. Brandt, now this is uh, Charles Brandt who wrote this book, or co-wrote it, also says Marcello hinted at his involvement several times in his life. Quote, While in Texarkana Federal Prison during a two-day period in which Marcello was having blood pressure problems and was sent to the prison hospital, Marcello spoke to medical attendants as if they were members of his crime family, unquote, said Brandt. Quote, On three occasions, he told them he had just met in New York with Provenzano, and they would soon be celebrating because they were going to get that smiling motherfucker Kennedy in Dallas. Damn! (laughs) While JFK conspiracy theories are common in a future episode, several independent investigations agree with the Warren Commission that Oswald truly was the lone gunman. Now, journalist Gerald Posner and Charles Manson prosecutor Vincent Glossy independently argued that Oswald acted alone in their books Case Closed and Reclaiming History. Walter Sheridan, a former FBI agent and Robert Kennedy aide during the Hoffa investigations, also believed Oswald was a lone gunman. In 1967, he produced an NBC special that demonstrated Oswald could have fired three shots and hit Kennedy from his perch in the book depository. Now, Moldea, who calls Sheridan a mentor, still believes that there was a larger plot. Quote, the chief counsel of the assassination committee, G. Robert Blakey, declared the mob did it. It's a historical fact. Unquote. However, the committee tied Hoffa or anyone else to Oswald in the assassination. So they really did think that he had something to do with it, but they could never prove it. When Molde- While Moldea believes Hoffa and the mob were likely involved in the Kennedy assassination, he is critical of the more f- fantastic conspiracy theories, including the late Jim Garrison's investigation. Now, Kevin Costner portrayed Garrison... <clears throat> who had been Mr. Garrison? No, I'm sorry. Who had been New Orleans District Jesus Attorney Christ. in Oliver Stone's controversial film JFK? Contrary to the Hollywood image, Moldea says Garrison was actually a crony of the New Orleans mob boss hmm. Carlos Marcello. Quote Later, when Hoffa and Marcello's attorney Frank Regano turned against the mafia, he corroborated. Edward Parton's story telling me that Garrison's entire corroborate. <laughs> yep. Garrison's entire investigation of JFK's murder was nothing more than a cynical attempt to deflect public attention away from Carlos Marcelo, said Moldea. The circumstantial evidence that Hoffa and the mob wanted to kill Kennedy may be strong, but conclusive evidence of their actual involvement in the events of November 22, 1963 is likely lost to history. So that's a little bit of a side note, just something that you can digest, maybe Google on your own. But there's <clears throat> there's some interesting ties with Hoffa when it comes to JFK's assassination. And yeah, as we as Ryan already pointed out, obviously we're going to cover JFK at some point. For sure. Now, my mouth got a little bit dry while I was, <laughs> while I was reading that. 
So I have to say, I need to get a little bit of pop. It's time for the Pop Culture Minute with Josh. Sonic Boom! Nobody did that here. That was a fact. <laughs> it's sad that you have to point that out. Right. As if they haven't heard it a hundred times. Right. Well, dudes, I don't have too much here. Uh, basically, um, stuff that the uh, media type. Uh, Robert Blake uh, portrayed Jimmy Hoffa in the TV film Blood Feud from 1983. Uh, as uh, you guys heard in the opening clip, uh, Jack Nicholson uh, played as Hoffa in the 92 uh, film Hoffa. He, great actor. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. And he looks really? great in it. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, it also had uh, Danny DeVito and what I thought was. So very, did Batman. It, that's true. Which could be Hoffa's nickname. And I. Because <laughs> he broke people's backs with bats. Hey! Fair enough. And oddly enough, uh, John C. Riley is also in the movie. 92, so I, he had to have been a strapping young lad. At that hey! Point. I'm John C. Riley. <laughs> uh, is that what that was? The last one I have here, it's actually a film that's uh, not out yet. It's going to be coming out in 2019 hmm. called The Irishman. And when I, did, uh, when I looked into it, I was pretty uh, floored by the cast and whatnot. It's going to be a Scorsese film. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, you have Robert De Niro, Mm -hmm. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, uh, Harvey Keitel, Bobby Cannavale. Harvey Keitel. Oh, sorry. Not Cannavale. And Ray Romano. So every Italian. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all you need Chef now is Boy a plumber. Is in there. Mario might be in there. The little Caesar guy. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's uh, not too much, but I mean, and, and little jokes here pop up here and there. Oddly enough, uh, coming from uh, personal, personally here, uh, uh, when I first met April, she had a huge purse, and I always called it the Hoffa purse. Mm-hmm. Because I always joke that she that that's where Hoffa was inside her purse. Yep. You guys are so in love. It's true. Well, and it was all, you know, stuff I needed. It wasn't. So this is this is a really complicated case. I mean, it's 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 sad and one side because the guy fought for the the middle class. He fought for the guys that were working their asses off and just wanted rights. They wanted they wanted to be able to earn a decent wage. Mm-hmm. So whenever we get confused and we're like, "Hey, I can't figure out the answer." We go for the internet, and that's why we reach for our Yahoo answers. Yahoo. Yahoo! No. The first question I, I found on Yahoo Answers was, where is Jimmy Hoffa buried? No. Some woman at Penn State University 
tried to tell me she knows exactly where Jimmy Huff is buried. And it's in El Alotuna. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's no T. <laughs> Aluna? No, it's not. It's 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 Alt Una. Alt Una. So there is a T. Yes, there is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, think, I was looked, gonna say it if it's looked like Luna. an L. I thought it was an L. If it was that Luna, I, I would was, believe it because it was she's fat. Aluna. But it's Alt Una, Pennsylvania. Now this person thinks that this person's buried in our Jimmy Hoff is buried in Altoona, Pennsylvania Cemetery, and could she said she could take me to the grave? Does anyone buy this? I don't, and I live in Blair County, Pennsylvania. So, best answer. She is what the legal term term of yes, quote, full of it, unquote. <laughs> She has, Your no, Honor, she is, and I quote, full of it. <laughs> she has no clue, nor does anyone except the ones who did the deed, and I'm sure most of them are dead. <laughs> Says Lieutenant Dan. Rude. Lieutenant Dan. Um, one person says, oh my god, I live in that same county. Oh my god, oh my god. My son lives in Altoona, and I go there all the time. And then she wants to, like, swap mom's soccer mom <laughs> routes. Uh, the next one says right. John. He says Hoffa's body was not buried. He was taken to a house on Long Lake Road in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, where he was killed. This house was five minutes from the Marcus Red Fox. Now, Marcus Red Fox was the restaurant that he went to, by the way, and oh, I didn't okay. mention that earlier, but that's where he went. Hopefully, he got a good chicken parm. Mm. Mm. From there, his body was taken to a mob-owned incinerator crematorium mm. or fat rendering plant and was destroyed. Ugh. The mistake made by those who asked where he is buried is that there is the assumption that the Detroit mob had a moral fiber to their being. Hence, why he's buried. The mob in Detroit were completely immoral and had no moral fiber in their beings. Now, rude. Of course, that was John's answer. So, according to Dov20051, the grave of Jimmy Hoffa has never been found. The people that murdered him are probably dead, so literally no one knows where he's buried. Anonymous says, It is questionable whether any information exists true for real about the location of the body of Jimmy Hoffa. If there were evidence, the law would know it. Poor Jimmy lays moldering in a grave. So people seem kind of I don't know. They they, they they don't think that that's anything sort of possible. So when I looked on you, uh, Yahoo, I, I wanted to jump to the next logical question that was basically, what happened to him? So if we don't know where he is, what happened? You know, because we can't find him. Right. Mm-hmm. So Mythology and Folklore, which is a great name, said, what happened to him? The best answer... His fate is a mystery that continues to this day. Among the theories are Hoffa's assassination was alleged ordered at Brudico's, an Italian restaurant in Old Forge, Pennsylvania. Former mafiosa Bill Bananaru Bana- claimed in Bananaru. His- <laughs> I'm sorry. Or Bonaru. Hey. No, it's not. There's, there's no R's in there. So it's Bill Banano. <laughs> <laughs> you said banana ra ra Like there's like 18 R's. I wanted an R in there. His name is R. Boo. Bill Bonanno claimed in his book Bound by Honor that Hoffa was shot and put in the trunk of a car and that was then run through a car compactor. Oofa. Ouch. 
for the that'll, that'll fuck up your back. Well, if you're dead, not really. <laughs> no. Uh, convicted mob hitman Donald Franco's alias Tony the Greek has claimed that yeah. while on furlough from prison, where he was incarcerated for a previous murder, he committed numerous hits, including that of Hoffa. Franco's claims that Hoffa was murdered in a house belonging to Detroit mobster Anthony Giacone by a team consisting of Franco's and Westies gangster Jimmy Conan. And that the body was subsequently buried in the foundations of Giant Stadium by another hitman. So that's another one of those Giant Stadium. Yeah, it seems to be quotes. the popular thing. Yeah. Um. Now that was by Soul Burner, who had a. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. This next guy, Flash, nineteen fifty-seven, says, according to my ex-wife, it's all my fault. Along with the hydrogen bomb, the Vietnam War, and the Lindenburg kidnapping, I swear I only met Hoffa one time. I was four years old. Mother wouldn't let me cross the street, let alone pull off a kidnapping. All right. Um, he became into two killed into a mafia hit, or instead, cons- concept is going. He died from a coronary heart attack whilst catching, eye catching in a heated argument with a pair of mobsters, and then they only dispose of his physique. Avert interest. This guy is writing weird words. <laughs> he writes like you speak. I know, and that's weird because my brain doesn't want to, like, process it. One widespread tactic of the mob is to take your physique to a pig farm, toss you down right into a pig pen. Pigs are nasty. They will eat that. And with their powerful jaws, they'll eat all the data. Interior hours? Gross, yet somewhat (laughs) common and effective. No digging or cement is even required. My My own inclination is that the least glamorous tale is generally the perfect one. And that's from McGlynn. Uh, Lois C. says, Jimmy's dead somewhere and will never be found because he was messing with the wrong people on both sides of the law. They find him, it'll be by accident. And the last answer by Richard S. says, he's in a barrel in the basement of J. Edgar Hoover's old pizzeria in Queens. And that's been the internet's answer. Where is Jimmy Hoffa? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a verdict. In one corner, four podcasters that you trust for the knowledge that you seek every week on this show. In the other corner, cod. Cod? Like a whole pile of fish? No. Like where Jimmy Hoffa might be well, sleeping I, I, with. I, oh. I pray to Cod, but I do for Pike's sakes. I I look over. <laughs> I in the did that corner. on porpoise, April. Oh I, I, God. I pray. He's getting worse. Mm-hmm. I pray to Jesus in mm-hmm. case of emergency. <laughs> and that's so, the silence you deserve. And the other corner, <laughs> I see. Mobsters. Mm, that's not good. A lot of them. Not good. There's a lot of mobsters. Sport mission. There's a lot of FBI agents. There's a lot of them. So we have to solve for once and final. Where did he die? Where is he now? Dig deep in your soul. Remember all the words that I said, even though they were slurry. Okay. I'm going to go with Larry first. Oh, wow. 
What happened to Hoffa? I believe he was killed. Okay. He was killed. Um, Who killed him is the question. That's the problem. There, he had so many enemies. There's so many people who wanted him dead. And that makes this verdict very difficult. That's why we do this show. It's... It is? But nobody's going to sue you. Okay, good. Um, Gosh. I got to say, it's, it's, it's mobsters. Okay. Because... You have to be fearless to be able to pull something off like this. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a lot of practice to pull something off like this. The question is where... Now, correct? Yeah. Gosh, I don't think... I, the best bet is uh, the Florida Swamp thing or the pig thing makes the most sense to me. Because you're going to want to make sure his body is never found. That'd I be the best way to do I it. I don't think mm-hmm. he's ever going to be found. No. You can find Jimmy Hoffa's is alligator poop in the bottom of a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Bang the gavel. Verdict. Over. Case closed. April. Uh, my answer is... Colonel Mustard in the library with a pipe. <laughs> That's about as good as guess as any, yeah. right? Um, honestly, though, I think it was mobsters. I think it was uh, Provenzano, the guys that he was going ah, to meet with. Provolone, yes. yeah. Um, Yum. Just because I think it's suspicious <laughs> that he went there to meet them for like a peace thing and never came back. That mm. seems fishy. Um, <sighs> As far as where, though, yeah, I'd have to say they'd be smart enough to not leave a single trace of evidence behind. I think it'd be it'd be cool if he was buried under Giant Stadium because that's you know such a mobster thing, right? But I think in all in reality, yeah, it's he got eaten by something and dismantled. Joshua. Yashua. I think that this was a joint effort of the government and the mob. Really? Uh, Damn, bro. Not a lot of people are crazy about unions and him being kind of the head of a huge one. They, I could see a lot of government people saying, okay, this guy is causing us issues. And he obviously had some bad run-ins with the mob, so... Uh, maybe there was a joint effort that happened in which they were like, you know what? You guys, if you guys just so happen to be in an area with Jimmy Hoffa and you have the ability to take him out, we'll just kind of look the other way for for a minute. And so I, I think that the mob is the one who did it, but I think the government was also behind it. And as far as the body itself, I mean, I think he was killed that night. And same thing. How do you ta- how do you make sure there's no evidence? Make sure that all the people that are involved don't give a shit, and feed it to a pig or something that will make sure that there is nothing left. Uh, they, I think, they would all be smart enough to not try and dump it into uh, a lake or an ocean or even in ground. No matter what, that, that's stuff that you could still pull up eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to round this out by saying that I think this was mob justice. I think you guys are all right. I think we're on the same page. I think this was uh, 
it was about the next leader and it was about trying to set a precedent and they knew he was too powerful to be back they knew he had too much of an influence Mm -hmm. they shut him down and that's been your verdict Now, if you've made it this far into the episode, you know what it's time to do. It's time to get... Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I wanna get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. All right, ladies and jerks. That's me. (laughs) It's time for quizzical. Wow. Thanks, Alex Jones. <laughs> Shit. So we're going to do crime in prison quiz? Nice. All right. Thanks for always thinking about the episode. Probably do. Yep. Question number one. Music question. Hmm. When Johnny Cash sang, I hate every stone of you, he was singing about what? April. April. Folsom Prison? That is incorrect. If a multiple. I can give you. It's the oldest prison in California. Oh, uh. Josh. Josh. Probably wrong. Alcatraz. That is incorrect. I was going to go with Alcatraz. San Man might. San Bernardino? That's a city. It's not even a prison. The answer, the quiet, the answer is San Quentin. Oh shit! God damn it, cat! Blame it on the cat. Go yep. ahead. I have one point. <laughs> Question number two. Who starred as Al Capone in the 1983 movie Scarface? Ryan. Ryan. Fuck, you said Al Capone? That's not Al Pacino. That is correct. Well, he said it's not. <laughs> I don't care. He said Al Pacino, so yeah, it counts. Sure. Enough. Ryan won at me one, everybody else zero. <laughs> Question number three. Who starred in the Green Mile? Josh. Josh. Tom Hanks. That is correct. Josh won. Larry Man, I'm won. blowing it tonight. Ryan won. Yeah, you will. Stop it, you boy. Question number four. Where is Leavenworth? Ryan. Ryan. Kansas. That is unfortunately correct. <laughs> Matter of fact, Kansas help. actually has four prisons in the greater Leavenworth area. The more you know. Sounds like a pretty shitty place. <laughs> they have that many prisons. So, so Ryan too. Josh won. April zero. Larry won. Question is worth three points. Question number five. Who stars in Escape from Alcatraz? Ryan. Ryan. Clint Eastwood. Nice. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Good, Good gravy. I like a, I like a, a good gravy. I do too. Oh. Which is interesting because um, Italian people like to call their sauce gravy. Oh, I didn't oh, know. Spaghetti that. sauce would be called gravy. Do you got, do you prefer 
brown or like brown gravy or like turkey gravy like what's your favorite kind of gravy sausage gravy oh wow i uh, yeah. took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> mm, homemade sausage good sausage, sausage gravy on a biscuit with a mm-hmm. with a fried egg mm-hmm. on top oh, that yeah. biscuits and gravy casserole i did when you guys came over for brunch yeah oh my god sausage yeah. gravy is how we have babies there's a sweet yankee candle burning we're ending our night Do you see it has a picture of the boys on it i i did notice i saw garrett's face and i was like that's cool how yeah, do you do you that? can print them at yankee candle Fun fact. Train kept a rolling all night long. So here we are. That train kept on running. It's a Johnny Cash song about, uh, you know, some prison blues. Yeah. So here we are at the end of the night. We've done all our segments. Now we need to do a round of plugs. Now, April, where are you when you're not here? Well, uh, you can find... Well, pretty much all of us at this point on the Potty Slam podcast where we discuss wrestling history and all the ins and outs of the locker room and all that fun stuff. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic. Welcome all our new, like, tons of new yeah, listeners. Yeah, welcome to the 2,000 new listeners we just got over the past week. Holy shit. Yeah, come over here. Yeah. Also, snuggle up to a Stiff Joystick podcast. Josh, you had that up. Tell, tell our listeners about that show. It's Stiff Joystick Podcast. You can find that on Facebook and Twitter and Podbean. That's where we, I have you find gentlemen from time to time and April even less time to time. I have been finally freed from the prison that is the Stiff Joystick You've broken the chains. Podcast. Yeah, it's great. We talk about uh, topical uh, stuff and video games. And you're, that's it. You're a good man. I love video games. So you can have Indeed. me on as much as you want, but I'm also Frugal McDougal, and we have like three other shows. That, so that we sounds have like, to, a, like a knockoff restaurant. Or a type of underwear. <laughs> it's also a liquor <laughs> yep. store in Nashville. Is it really Frugal, Frugal McDougal? Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Good to know. Larry, where are you when you're not here? When I'm not here, I'm there. At Frugal McDougal's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get some That's rebel. a long drive. Get well, a, you know, I like to I keep get a busy. fifth of Rebel Yell. No, you're on the EFIS podcast. If you like baseball history. I'm trying to do the music. I'm sorry. Because we had it for everything else. <laughs> EFIS podcast. EFIS podcast.net if you like baseball history. And if you like this show, you can check us out on conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com and send us a message. We would love to read it on the episode. We would love to just hear what you have to say about anything. And also on Twitter at Conspiracy T Show, when we drop an episode on Mondays, I always post them. We're also on Facebook. We also have um, a Potomatic, which you could check out. You know what I think would be really funny? What? If we could have, if anyone wants to write in and just write in some nonsense words, and we could have Ryan read them on the air. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, the more syllables, the better. Yeah, please. I'm down. Um, I also want to make a big point about pressing on about the fact that we are going to be holy shit, motherfuckers. We're going to be at Grand Rapids Comic Con, Comic Con, Comic Con, October 20th through the 22nd. We will be there, walking around. If you want to be on an episode of conspiracy therapy which is obviously your favorite podcast Mm -hmm. in the planet of course we would love to interview let's talk about 
ghosts. Let's talk about I, scary things. Let's talk about is the new Freddy as good as the old Freddy, or let's talk about let's just talk about how dreamy Kane Hodder is. Let's talk about sex. Yeah, we can talk about sex let's too. Talk about you. It's totally me. cool. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, co- I'm gonna cosplay as a podcaster. I am too. Wow, me too. <laughs> and if anybody wants to hear more information about that, there's going to be a bonus episode that may be up now nope. when this releases nope. or the next nope. day. I don't even know. It's going to be up on Thursday. Yeah, you you guys can hear. Uh, we did a special episode with the the man behind the whole project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, Mark Hodges. Mark yes. Hodges. Good he, man. He Good interview. Came in and we interviewed and we got the history of uh, the Grand Rapids Comic Con, what to and expect, and maybe some secrets for the future. And he's got a good story about a dumbass 13 year old you need mm, to listen in very, for. It's very great. True. And that is what it is all about, ladies and gentlemen. That has been your Jimmy Hoffa episode. So we are going to close this out with a. Not round of plugs, but we're going to say we love you. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the growth that we've seen. We appreciate that everybody's listening. And uh, we hope you tell a friend and rate and review, please. please Leave do. us a comment. That'd be great. Yeah. We read them all. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Have a great week. We're looking for Jimmy Hoffa. We don't know where he went. Have you seen Jimmy Hoffa? He's in the Meadowlands cement. Did he go to L.A. or to Detroit? Was he sent? Can't find Jimmy Hoffa. He's in the Meadowlands cement. Did he have too much to say? have too many loans to repay well, I saw Jimmy Hoffa he was standing at the corner of Broad and 10th You've seen Jimmy Hoffa, he's in the Meadowlands cement. Is he in the end zone or a parking space for rent? The restroom or concession, he's in the Meadowlands cement. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.